every single action that you have ever taken started as a thought. So when you change the way you think, you will change the way you act, and you will change the way you live. That is hyperconscious. No matter what you're going through right now or ever have gone through, the only way your life changes is if you change first. That is what we are here to help you do. A huge shout out to our friend and mentor, David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast for sponsoring this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode where we sat down and we did a live mastermind on the power of manifestation. Today, for episode number 398, we are going to talk about the five ways that social media is effing up your life. We should get Dunkin' Donuts to sponsor us. That'd be great. Free coffees for life. That's fine with me. Um, Ladies and gentlemen... Five ways social media is effing up your life. Kevin and I are very passionate about this topic because remember, f- social media. I, I wrote an article. Oh, on, I, <laughs> I wrote an article. Probably the Powerball pro- mentality. No, no, no. <laughs> that was one of my other ones, though. Super important. LinkedIn.com. No, so it was a LinkedIn article. I wrote this probably five years ago about social media and how it's a tool for positive impact. And we just did a mastermind a few weeks ago on selling with integrity we talked about how selling is a tool of positive influence or manipulation it's not the tool's fault right it's the wielder of the tool an axe is a good example of that an axe can be used for to build a home or it can be used to kill somebody and so we're blaming the tool not the users the technician anthony trucks talks about uh the techniques versus the technician people are too focused on the tactics and the techniques they need to understand the technician themselves so what we're going to talk about today is the five ways that social media is messing up your life (sighs) and the main thing here is social media is not a bad thing or a good thing it's the way in which you're using it or not using it yeah well one of the things uh, this is kind of the thing like social media is kind of made to be not a bad thing but it's meant to steal your attention. Right. Right? So, like, at the end of the day, you have to realize what you're up against. We had Nir Aalon uh, a while ago. Mm. Not only did he write the book Indistractable, but he also wrote the book Hooked. Yes. Which was about how companies hook you. Right. Right? Like, there's a reason if you're looking at a car and you start scrolling down, all the other things in the feed are cars because that's the algorithm. They know what you're watching and they try to give you more of that. Right. Now, is it to hook you? Probably. It makes your experience better, technically, right? But that's what keeps you there longer, and that's how places make money. The longer you're on a page, the more money they make because the more likely you are to buy it something that's an ad or whatever. Brant spoke at our event, Top Notch Live, uh, back in January, and he said this, and this is really profound. Focus creates desire. So if you can get someone's attention for long enough, it will create a desire. The question is, is what is having your attention, and is that good or bad? Because... In a weird way, it's a double-edged sword. Think about it, right? Before we get into the five quickly, ways here, quickly, quickly. quickly. So on one end, you've got, it actually makes your experience better. You, what's your dream car, Mercedes? Mercedes AMG GTR. Okay, let's say you look at Mercedes, that which car. I, which I do. That, that's going to show Shout out you. to Tom for sending me a picture of that. Um, so social media is going to give you more car pictures, right. which is a good thing. It increases your experience. It makes it better. Here's the problem. What if you're looking at things that aren't good for you, oh, yeah. that aren't dreams, that aren't creating and manifesting you know, things in your life that are positive? Then it's going to give you more of that. So you know, it's a good and a bad thing, and we're going to go into why that is. We are. Number one, and this is, you guys have heard me talk about this. I made a rap about this. I have done many things about this. And the reason this episode is coming up right now, I saw a post the other day that said, 
I think it was like something along the lines of, does anybody else think that Snapchat filters are probably creating some sort of, what's the, um, when you look in the mirror and you see something else? Oh, dysmorphia. Yeah. Some sort, like, is it creating, maybe it's body dysmorphia or facial dysmorphia. Like, if I was to look at you and say, hey, insert your name, whoever you are listening to this, why are you posting pictures with filters? And I just sat there and let you answer. The reason is, in some way, shape, or form, you look better with filters on. Now, you wouldn't post a picture if you looked worse than you did in real life. It wouldn't make any sense. Unless everybody else was doing it, which they did when they did the old filters when it showed you as a 65-year-old person or whatever, right? Most people aren't doing that. That was like once, that was one time. But, you know, you see people with these filters of like, that's not what you look like. Mm. And if you delude yourself into thinking that that's what you look like and that's why you're posting the pictures, number one, that's extremely unhealthy. But imagine this. You consciously post it knowing you look better. Right. So you don't have to ever get comfortable with the fact that you don't like the way you look. Look, I don't want anybody to not like the way they look, but that's the first step in you changing it. I know. And changing your association with it. Like, literally, that is a Band-Aid. Literally. Quite literally, it is a Band-Aid. Can you give me an example of something that you were insecure about that you finally faced and were open about, and then it actually helped you overcome it? Because I have one. I mean, I talk about my height. Right. I talk about porn addiction. I talk. I, I mean, do you feel like you overcame those more once you faced them? Yeah. Rather than hiding yeah, from it, for sure. I think that's the thing. So, Emilia and I send photos and videos back and forth, videos in particular throughout our day, just talking about what we're doing. And I'll use Snapchat, and I'll use the filter that like makes your teeth look whiter and like it, you you look better. My eyes are bluer, and I don't really think about it. That's probably the reason I'm doing that is because I For want sure. her to think I look For more sure. attractive, um, which I do. I want her to think I'm attractive, of course. But I never really think, like, why should I not do that, right? And so what's the downside? One, one example I would say is I never liked my nose before. I feel like I like it now, but for a long time I hid from that. And once I started being open and honest with others and with myself about it, not only did it help me connect with other people, because they perceived me as super attractive. And, and once they realized that I didn't like something about myself, I think it helped them realize like that vulnerability we connected at a deeper level with clients, friends, all that. I now, because I openly admitted that to myself, that I didn't like it, now I've actually learned how to like it. So you're not going to accept something that you're hiding from. Yeah. If there's something you don't like about your appearance the goal should be to either accept it or make it better. If you can't make it better, you should be accepting it. And so I think that's really important for everybody to realize. So I am on, I just Googled apps to add abs. There are legitimately apps where you can take a picture of yourself shirtless and create a six pack and like change the way your body looks. Like that is just not healthy. I know. That j it's like, it gets rid of the necessity to actually go get abs. But what ha it actually makes you more self-conscious because then you can't go out in public and take your shirt off because it's not real. Yeah, like you used to want to talk to people on dating apps about your height. Yeah. So that they wouldn't... They wouldn't meet me in person and be disappointed. Interesting. But I would never lie and say I'm 6'2 and just never meet them. I would never do that. Right. Because that's not the way I am. I'm telling you, this is... And this problem isn't even... It hasn't even started yet. I know. Compared to where it's going to go. Because... 
you know, right now you probably have 12 or 13 year old kids who have phones now and they, they're taking pictures with apps. Like, remember when you were, when our, we first got camera phones. There was no apps to make you look better. You took the picture. You probably looked worse. I know. It was pixelated. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just, the long-term effect of this has not been seen yet. And again, I'm not a scientist, but you can tell. You can tell when the same people are always posting pictures on their stories with these filters on. You know why. I know. Even if you don't know why, subconsciously, somewhere within you, you know you look better. And the, the females listening as well, and, and maybe some males in this case, but I, I always notice the makeup thing. Um, one of my ex-girlfriends, she would get really, really self-conscious when she was out in public without makeup on because she knew on some level that she wouldn't be seen as, as attractive. And I understand, like, I'm not saying not to wear makeup, but like, if you're not comfortable without makeup, I mean, you and I don't have makeup on. No, no. Right? And we're comfortable. I, I, I take guess pictures when I have like, I have a like, giant zit on my face and I literally talk about it in the video. But I think for me, it's just like, you guys are going to notice it anyway. I might as well, I might as well address it. Right. I, I. It's almost like if you're out there right now, where are you deluding yourself? And Kevin and I are guilty of that too. Of um, we're deluding ourselves in certain arenas financially or, or physically or whatever. Uh, Fitness-wise, that's the thing. Like thinking we're in better shape than we are until we go to the gym oh, and yeah. go, oh, wow, yeah, we're not, not so strong anymore. So I think that's the thing. Filters are delusion. Filters sure. are hiding from the truth. And I, I think that that's a, a short-term win to get outside of discomfort, like Nir Yao would say. For a long-term loss. All right, we got to hammer these. Yeah. We, just took all, we took all the time. All the time. Number two, comparison. You are comparing yourself. I mean, a lot of these are connected. Right. But you are comparing yourself. You now have the opportunity to compare yourself to millions and millions of people. And let's be real. The people that you're comparing yourself to are probably nowhere or, or no way like you are. Yeah. Like, if you're comparing yourself to J-Lo... You guys don't have the same life. Right. Right? Like, and again, I'm guilty as that. I look at Joe Rogan and I say, like, oh, God, we suck. Like, we suck. Our studio sucks. Right. I'm a terrible <laughs> podcaster. We've never, in, we've never interviewed, like, a former president or this, that. Right. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. But anybody can be guilty of this. Now, if you use it as motivation, sure. If you can use comparison as motivation, okay, I'm all right with that. I don't think most people do. Yeah. And again, this just goes back to the point, the number one point. If you're comparing yourself to a supermodel, and you're a guy, I don't know if they have apps for women, like to, for abs and stuff. I'm assuming they do, right? I'm guessing. Yeah, they do. And okay, you see Giselle and you say like, oh, I'm never going to look like that, but I can make myself look like that for this picture. Mm. That just goes together. You're also not comparing to the truth because even right. the models don't look that way, yes. right? I mean, and you're also seeing everybody at their best. Right now, you're seeing me with my hair done. Like I'm dressed up specifically to be on camera. It's, it's, it's not how I normally look. Right, so you have to understand that if you're comparing, you're not comparing to someone's truth. You're comparing to their, their current snapshot in time. We should do a pajama episode one day where we just show up like we would. Didn't we do uh, in Christmas? I was in my onesie on Christmas, wasn't I? Yeah, you were. And we had Christmas hats on. You soon, and I. Soon, yeah, I can't we should wait. do more can't themed wait for Christmas. Yeah. More themed episodes. Yeah, I'm down wait. for that for sure. All right, number three: unnecessary distractions. Unnecessary distractions again. If you guys are getting lost down the rabbit hole, and I'm guilty, very guilty of this. Lost in the sauce. Lost in the sauce. One, you look down for a minute to post on social media, next thing you know, 43 days later, <laughs> yeah. and you haven't eaten or showered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These things happen. These things happen. But again, like that is why this is, like it's designed. Now, we have the most unique opportunities that human beings have ever had. We have this phone on us. You can do so many different amazing things with this but also with that power comes great responsibility i i know 
you know, everybody I've talked to gets lost in the sauce way more than they oh, should. Oh, yeah. Myself included. Yep. Myself included. So I would start by putting the timer on your phone. Yeah. Like the, the app timer. Again, you can easily just click ignore for today, but it's, it at least gives you a trigger of like, yo, you're Jeffing it. Exactly. You're Jeffing it. We have a mastermind tonight, and uh, we have lists of people that have attended our masterminds in the past. And I was looking up an uh, Instagram handle for Amy, because we were on the phone yesterday, about trying to reach out to these people who might want to come to our mastermind tonight with Samantha Skelly. I go to the search bar to type this person's name in on Instagram, and I end up seeing all this stuff in my newsfeed. And I get, I literally, 15 minutes later, I'm like, oh my God, why am I even on Instagram? I know, I know. Dude, it's ridiculous how often that might happen. It doesn't happen to me that often anymore, but I really got mad at myself yesterday when that happened, because I'm like... I just lost 15 minutes. I don't even have 15 minutes to spare right now. Like, I have more to get done. Emilia and I had our check-in. So if that's happening to you, try your best to create what's called commitment devices. Like, basically, any create a bigger downside. James Clear recommends if you watch too much TV, literally make it harder to watch TV. Samantha Put your Skelly TV said in, that. What'd you say? Samantha Skelly. She deletes her apps after she posts. Every day. She delete that's that was extreme, but also awesome. She deletes Instagram every single day. Crazy. I think she said she had an addiction. So, oh, in the past, yeah. Okay. I think everybody, honestly, to some extent, most does. people do. Yes. Are you the master or the slave? If you're not, the, if you're the slave, then work on how to be the master. Number four: highlight real <laughs> clip <laughs> of. <laughs> so the the social media is a highlight reel. Like nobody shows themselves crying into a pillow at night. Actually, some people do, believe it or not, which is good, which is good. But most people don't. You see the wins, you see the nice cars, you see the vacations. What you don't see is people grinding for 14 hours in a basement somewhere right. on a project or being broke or missing paying their rent or having an argument with their spouse or whatever. You usually don't see that because... Nobody wants to post about that. If you're out there right now, there's four photos that would change this for you forever. One of them is of Elon Musk before PayPal when he looks completely different. It's, there's a funny meme yeah, where it's like, when I start my company, I want my hairline to come right, back too or right, something. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yes. Okay. Yes. Then there's Jeff Bezos in 1994 or 1992, I forget, where he was literally like looking for investors and they said, what is the internet? Jeff Bezos is now the richest man in the world. That, uh, I don't know if he is now, but... I think, I think he still is. Eminem is in a trailer park writing a rap. That picture is fire. And then you've got Mark Cuban on a, on a cardboard box in a broke office. And then you've got... Who, what was the other one? Um, there was one more. Those are the four. Those are the four. But there's a couple others. The problem is, is that we're not seeing them until they're successful. Right. Like you wouldn't, if you're listening right now and you're one of our new listeners, we've had a lot of new listeners lately and we're so grateful for that. The most. You didn't see us when we had the worst backdrop ever with Steve mm. McQueen, <laughs> which is a skeleton in my sister's room. Uh, like Steve. that's the problem. By the time someone's successful, you're already seeing them at their, at their shiny, polished product version. Yeah. All right, number five. They are literally designed to get you addicted. I know we talked about that. It's like, and this, this blows my mind too. I was thinking of this the other day. Cigarettes. People know they're addictive and people know they kill you, but they still smoke them yeah. for some reason. I don't understand it. Well, I know that Instagram is made to get me addicted. The problem is, and it's not necessarily a problem, I should be more disciplined, but my business relies on social media. Right. Right? It's, it's a free way to market the podcast, coaching, whatever it is. So it's, again, if you are hyper-conscious of the fact that Instagram is meant to keep you on their platform, everything is. 
Ev- like everything is Netflix. That's why it just hammers from one episode to another. Yep. I'm surprised YouTube goes right to the next. Right. Video. I'm surprised it even says, "Are you still watching?" I don't I know. know why they do that. I know it makes it doesn't make any sense, unless they don't want to use bandwidth if you're sleeping or something. Yeah, maybe. But either way, it it is what it is. Like that's how platforms are built. That's how businesses make money. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but what you can do is create that level of discipline so it doesn't affect you in a negative manner. Last thing we'll say here: things are designed to get you addicted. Here is the, the, the God honest truth. If someone is trying to run a business and add value to your life, they need to have your attention. What has your attention controls your life. So right now, if you're listening to or watching Kevin or myself, and we I've said it. this before, we have your attention. I want to believe in my heart of hearts that that is a good thing, and I genuinely do believe that it is. What stand guard at the door of your mind? Uh, Amy is my assistant, our assistant, and I told her, Amy, one of your jobs is to be the moat around my, my consciousness. In other words, people reach out to Amy, and I love that, and she loves people, she's warm and loving and welcoming, but I don't want it to interrupt me unless it's something that does actually fit in my top strategic priorities. Because what you, what you focus on, you feel. What you feel dictates what you do. And I guess for anyone out there right now to wrap up here, social media is a good thing, but only if you become ridiculously good at managing yourself with it. Mm. And I think we've gotten much, much, much better, but I think there's always, one person, Emilia, my girlfriend, she's unbelievably good at not allowing social media to like distract her. She's probably the best I've ever seen. And even to the point where now that she has a podcast, the Why Power podcast, like she's having trouble getting back to people because when you're on social media, you get lost in the sauce, even if you're there for a good reason. So be careful. I know you have pure intentions, just like Kevin and I do on social media. The problem is there's, it's very easy to go down these rabbit holes that are just not relevant. If you have financial goals, watch a financial YouTube video. The cat video is not helping. It might feel good, but it's not helping. If you want to start a podcast, you should watch podcast videos or... <laughs> or or you can slide in my DMs and uh, we will gladly or I will gladly do a 30 minute free consultation to help you start your show if you already have a show I will help you grow it and or monetize it that is my jammy jam like so, that little segue that was fire that was fire so Kevin and I do want everyone of this show all of our listeners to reach out to us and to feel comfortable reaching out to us so on Instagram Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, all of those things. Please reach out to us. I don't think you use Snapchat anymore. I do not use Snapchat, no. For oh. the birds, quite honestly. For the birds. Okay, so Instagram birds. is the best place. Oh, at yeah. NeverQuitKid for yeah, Kevin, right at Lazarus 88 for me. Please reach out. And I say this. If it's something that we can help you with, we will. If not, we probably know someone that can help you. Or there's a podcast episode we did it on. Please reach out. Also, Masterminds, every six every 6 p.m., every Monday at 6 p.m., Eastern Standard Time. We have a featured guest once a month. They are absolute fire. I Monday has become my favorite day of the week because of these masterminds. We have Samantha Skelly on tonight. We did Manifestation it'll last be, week. It'll be last night. It'll be two nights ago if you're listening to this. Right, exactly, exactly. So please join us and reach out to myself, Amy, Tiffany, or Kevin if you want in on that Zoom link and password. And also, I've been saying this to people who I've been DMing with. If you guys can leave us reviews... On iTunes, we would greatly appreciate that. We're about to cross episode number 400. This train is not rolling. We're going to keep on keeping on. But if we have added any value to your life, if we have taught you anything, if we had made, if we have made you feel more supported, any of that stuff, we would appreciate the review. Only leave five stars if you think it's a five-star podcast, which 
If you're watching or listening, I hope you do. We hope you enjoyed this. We will talk to you on Friday. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, it would mean the world to us if you would share this with your friends. And if you have any questions, please reach out to Kevin or myself. Our contact information is in the show notes, and we can't wait to hear from you. Guys, we wouldn't be able to do this without you. So if you would kindly leave us a review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyper-conscious. 